I just remember when I'm in that tired moment of not wanting to go, I remember how good I feel afterwards. So yeah. I imagine at 10am that day, how am I going to feel mm. if I did a workout? I'm going to yeah. feel like really in control of my day. Like yeah. I've ticked that box and done something for myself. Mm. And that's what encouraged me to get to the gym is not how I feel at 5am, which is yeah. sleepy, yeah. <laughs> but how I'm going to feel at 9am. Yeah. You know, that's how I remind yeah. myself. And I have to do that every day because it's not mm. easy to wake up when you haven't yeah. had a lot of sleep. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. It's just crazy how much it impacts your mental health, your physical health, just how you're feeling, your energy levels. It's crazy. Absolutely. But it's just sticking to that routine. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Today's episode is brought to you by Inglot Cosmetics Australia. Hey guys, today we have the wonderful Grace, who is the founder of Power Fit by Grace, a personal training, coaching and nutrition program helping women lose weight, get stronger and maintain it for the long run. (laughs) Not only that, but Grace is also a mum of two beautiful kids, scored second place in the world for bikini modelling in 2014 and has also been on the cover of Women's Health magazine in 2017. Grace has a whole list of incredible achievements and boss lady qualifications under her belt. And today we are lucky enough to have her on the Happy Way podcast so she can share an insight into how she does it all and give us a few helpful tips along the way. So welcome, Grace. Oh, thank you. What a nice intro. Of course, of course. Well, it's, I was looking up, um, you know, because I've got to write my intro about everyone. I was like, oh, my God. She's done so many things. Yeah. She's so amazing. This is great. <laughs> oh, sometimes when you, yeah, when you do actually stop. Yeah. You realise that because I just, yeah. you know, you just well, feel like. Yeah. That's it. You're constantly but, going and going. And yeah. I think with social media as well, you're just looking at what someone's doing in that moment. Yeah. And you never really yeah. stop and reflect and be like, what else have they done? And that's look right. at all these milestones they've achieved. So yeah. incredible. You Thank go, girl. You. <laughs> <laughs> so to kick things off today, I want to start by getting you to tell us a little bit more about your story. Where did you start and how did you get to where you are today? You are doing so many incredible things in the health space. So how did you make it happen? Thank you. So my story started out quite different as far as my career goes. I started hairdressing. So I was a hairdresser when I was 15. So I started working when I was really young um, and that's what I thought I was going to do forever. So what I really loved about hairdressing was um, having the client come in, they don't feel so great, they you know, want to freshen up with their hair and they would leave almost like a different person. Like they would Mm -hmm. just leave with that confidence and like just feel so proud of themselves and the way that they they feel based on, I guess, how they look. That was what I really got out of hairdressing. Mm. So I full-time was a hairdresser, even managing a salon toward the end. And then I wound up with RSI. So that's a um, repetitive strain injury. Mm -hmm. So basically just cutting too much (laughs) hair. Yeah, Um, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So just inevitable just happened to me. So I all of a sudden was like, oh my goodness, I'm, you know, in my twenties, I need a career and I can't do this anymore. The doctor literally said to me, you either put up with the pain and continue or you find another job. Like there's no other option. You can't have surgery or anything like that because it was inflammation, like, Mm. which is from repeating the same thing. So then I sort of, oh my goodness, what do I do now? And I always was interested in the gym and health Mm. and fitness. So I basically transferred my love of helping people through into health and fitness, Mm. which now I believe is 
almost the exact same thing um, because what I enjoy and what I thrive on is helping women so and men but Mm -hmm. women predominantly and helping them find that confidence so I achieved that with hairdressing and now I'm able to achieve that with my work now so yeah I love it wow so you really got pushed into that didn't you yeah Yeah. what else am I gonna do so and it was a really quick decision I remember I was still hairdressing and there was an overlap so I was studying personal training like fast tracked for sort of six months or whatever it might have been yeah and I was doing that like two nights a week and every Sunday so I was full-time working in pain (laughs) Um, and then doing personal training on the side so wow yeah it was a busy time but now looking back I feel like I'm just in the exact right place because what I thrive on is helping people and I'm able to do that so yeah oh incredible (laughs) so you seem to juggle lots of different hats and in the middle of that you're also a mum how do you balance life work health fitness mum life Everything. <laughs> yeah, that's a million dollar question. I yeah. feel like I even asked yeah. myself that. Yeah. It's like a daily reassess, which actually is mm. my advice, really. I feel as though you really need to take one day at a time. Mm. Um, I've had a lot of things that I've dealt with over the years, but taking it back to the basics, being a mum and a business owner and staying fit and healthy, I feel that you don't want to set your bar too high. So I'm not saying that your goals can't be huge yeah. uh, and that you can't achieve amazing things. But, you know, rather than perhaps saying I'm going to work out six times a week, that Mm -hmm. might not be realistic for someone who is extremely busy and has children to look after. So maybe scale that back and say, you know what, I'm going to hit three or four awesome sessions a week. Mm -hmm. And that is what you commit to. I think that people have this idea that being fit and healthy means that you are running a hamster meal, yeah. you know, running on a hamster yeah. wheel. I was going to say meal, but same thing. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> hamster meals and yeah. running on a hamster wheel, that actually yeah. does go. Yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like people think that it is just being this Olympian yeah. training 24-7. That's that's her health. But mm-hmm. really I feel that I'm an example now that you can really train. Probably I've been exercising maybe two to three times a week for the yeah. last five years and am still extremely fit and healthy and strong. Yeah. So it's just a matter of prioritising everything and fitting it into your diary without letting yeah. it overwhelm you and just taking one day at a time if that needs to change. Yeah, being so, real. I feel yeah, like that's exactly. the gist of what you're saying. Yep. Be real yep. and be honest with yourself and yep. just do one thing at a time, really. Yep. If you sort of, yeah, that's right. Set the goal yeah. from the start with something that you can actually achieve and fit into your lifestyle and yeah. then it will be long-term rather than yeah. a, a quick fix. So. Absolutely. Ne- don't want those quick fixes. We want a changed lifestyle that's going to benefit us forever. So, yeah, we live in such a fast-paced world and everyone seems to be doing so much, just like what we said. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of your challenges and fitness journeys are really great for helping busy women achieve their goals. How do you encourage this and how does a busy gal with lots on her plate still make time for health and fitness? I know you've kind of covered that in the being a mum question, but, yeah, for someone who's on your journey, what do you suggest? So I think booking it in, like booking Mm. your self-care time in, it's so much easier said than done. Um, And even I have to constantly remind myself to like, okay, Grace, like slow down. You're getting, Mm. you know, busy and overwhelmed with life. So workout wise, personally, I work out at 5, 5.30 in the morning. So it might only be sort of those three days of the week, but I make sure that I get up super early. My kids aren't even awake yet, so the family's yeah. just snoozing and I'm not really missing time with them because I'm doing it when they yeah. are rested, which for me has always been something while I've been a mother, I prefer working out first thing in the morning. So I'm yeah. not distracted thinking about what they're wanting or yeah. doing. They're just 
you know, sleeping. They're sleeping. They're <laughs> yeah. fine. They're, Hopefully. they're peaceful sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> that sounds okay. creepy. Yeah. Um, but no, so I fit my workouts in early in the morning. That's like a yeah. non-negotiable. That's the, the way I fit those in. And managing self-care, I think, is also just mm-hmm. so important for everyone, even if you aren't a mother. Yeah. Um, you can be busy doing other things. So I really consciously book those things in. It might just be putting a face mask on before mm-hmm. I put my kids to bed and then read them a story. Yeah. But that five minutes of applying a face mask and then being able to wash it off afterwards is just, for me personally, that's something that I yeah. love. So, or going for a walk, you know, with the dog. I've got mm. a puppy now, so I can say I that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. Yeah, it's like two weeks old, but I'm going to claim Aww. that. So go for a walk yeah, with the yeah. dog. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, okay. so just fitting in your self-care, yeah. really. Yeah, and I feel like it's really, you know, you've got to make those habits and those routines. And like you said, doing something that's realistic and, you know, being disciplined with yourself as well. You know, I'm sure it's not easy for you to get up at 5 a.m., you know, with all the million things you have on your plate every day, I'm sure you'd love to sleep in for another hour. But it's being disciplined and being like, no, because I've, I'm have i doing this three days a week and I've got to stick to it as difficult as it may be at times. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And I definitely have that. I think the hardest part of going to the gym is mm. going to the gym. Like Absolutely. actually physically getting up out of bed and yeah. going is the hardest part. So yeah. a tip there, I'll just add, sorry, yeah. is that I just remember when I'm in that tired moment of mm. not wanting to go, I remember how good I feel afterwards. So yeah. I imagine at 10 a.m. that day, how am I going to feel mm. if I did a workout? I'm going to yeah. feel like really in control of my day, like yeah. I've ticked that box and done something for myself. Mm. And that's what encouraged me to get to the gym is not how I feel at 5 a.m., which is sleepy, yeah. <laughs> but how I'm going to feel at 9am, yeah. you know, that's how I remind yeah. myself. And I have to do that every day because it's not mm. easy to wake up when you yeah. haven't had a lot of sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I am definitely not as busy as you are and I don't have kids, but I recently, probably within the last maybe year, I was like, nah, I'm going to become a morning person because I used to work out in the afternoons Yeah. and I'm going to become a morning person. I'm going to do my workouts in the morning before I go to work. And at first it was so freaking hard, <laughs> like so getting out of bed. I was like, no, this sucks. But now you get into that routine and it's just so normal. Like after a while, when you stick to something through the hard, like while it's Mm. hard, it actually just becomes, you don't even think about it eventually. And then on the days that I don't go to the gym in the morning or don't wake up and do a workout, I just feel so different. I feel like my day is so different to the days that I do it. Definitely. It's just crazy how much it impacts your mental health, your physical health, just how you're feeling, your energy levels. It's crazy. Absolutely. But it's just sticking to that routine, yep. you know. But And personally, I always feel that if you – some people do work out in the afternoon at night mm, and that's their own yeah. personal preference, yep. sure. But I personally just think if you leave it to after work yeah. or, you know, after dinner, whatever it might be, you've got a thousand and one excuses. Like you've had yes. a hard day, you're stressed, you've got a headache, you mm-hmm. haven't eaten enough, you haven't enough water. Like you can make up plenty that sound amazing. Oh, like absolutely. I can excuses. give you my list. Yeah, Hello. it's good. Yep. <laughs> Whereas in the morning, you're basically half asleep, so you're going to get yeah. to the gym and you don't really even have any excuses yet. Exactly, because your mind is still half asleep. You're like, yeah. you're driving and it's you're perfect. like... It's oh, perfect. I get there with blank lines on my yeah, face absolutely. and I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely recommend Beautiful. for me. It's like it has to be in the morning. I'm the same. <laughs> it's so much better in the morning, I agree. So you are big on flexible dieting and you bought me a Freddo today, uh-huh. so I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> to bring um, one myself as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. So, and you're, you know, obviously you're all about still having that chocolate every day. Um, what is flexible? dieting and how does it work? So the Freddo is actually funny and I wasn't going to say this, but I brought yeah. it just 10 minutes ago. Okay. Um, but the Freddo, I feel like it could almost be my like business logo. Absolutely. I have to chat to Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I feel as though it's like the perfect example of that you can have 
things that you enjoy every day mm-hmm. if they are controlled in portions. Yes. So the reason I love the Freddo is because it's an awesome amount of chocolate and it's portion. You can't if you if I bought a block, it's awesome chocolate as well, yeah. but it would probably go. So a, a Freddo is like the perfect amount. Yeah. But anyway, Beautiful. answering it, the Freddo, <laughs> back to flexible dieting. So flexible dieting is probably perceived in lots of different ways, mm-hmm. um, maybe, you know, due to social media and other you know, ways that people talk about it. And really the way that I believe flexible dieting is in our PowerFit principles, it is just that. Like it is very, it's personalised and that's why I like it because um, you could be gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, a lover of fruit, I don't know, (laughs) a lover of Fredos. Fredos. Um, (laughs) So you could be a lover of um, whatever kind of food choices you enjoy Mm -hmm. depending on your culture and your lifestyle and your dietary requirements. And flexible dieting is going to be something that suits you because okay. essentially you are first calculating your intake. So there's no, you know, every study backs up that calories in, calories out is the way to either lose weight or yeah. put on weight. So that's like an indefinite, no matter how you decide yeah. to eat, that's that's going to be your rule. Yeah. And you can't argue that. And then with inflexible dieting, you're able to make up, I guess, your meal plan and your diet out of mm-hmm. foods that you enjoy. Of course, that are great for you as well. So nutritionist yeah. foods as well. Absolutely. But add in the, you know, the Frodo, the small yeah. things that you enjoy because something sustainable has to be enjoyable. Absolutely. If you look at a meal plan or a diet and you're like, oh, no, this is going to be a struggle. Yeah. Don't even bother starting it. Like, mm-hmm. just don't. No. Just put it in the bin. Because you can't you're wait not for that be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, there are so many ways to make food in foods enjoyable mm. and healthy ones as well. So we really, really work and then I really push that education onto my clients mm. so that they are learning as they yeah. go through the yeah. process, which, yeah, again, makes it sustainable. But, yeah. yeah, flexible dieting is the bomb. It is. Well, you know, like you said, for anything to be sustainable, you have to enjoy it. And I'm a nutritionist, but I'm also a massive foodie. So if you were to tell me that I'm not allowed to eat this, I'm not allowed to eat pasta, I'm not allowed to eat chocolate, I'd be like, what? That's insane. But if you want to be healthy, a healthy person is someone that doesn't feel constant guilt. A healthy person is someone that can enjoy their food and not overindulge. And I feel like flexible dieting is a great way to kind of educate people on that. You know, you can still have your cake. You can still have all of this beautiful stuff as well as all your wholesome and, you know, more nourishing foods. I mean, every food is good. There's no such thing as good and bad. And I feel like that's why flexible dieting is great and it suits so many people's lifestyle is because of that it is sustainable yeah it is absolutely. so sustainable which yeah, yeah I love. and when people ask me some flexible dieting I say well from my point of view mm. it's personalized that like what yeah. we do okay what do you do what's your meal, what are your meal plans yeah. like well they're personalized exactly. because they're for the person yeah but what do they look like no no it's what you want it's to what eat. you it want it's personalized yeah. like how, I was how can it? I say it yeah. but that, yeah it just it suits everyone because it is yeah. something that you can stick to again it's that realistic mindset of it being something that you enjoy and something that fits in with your lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So if weight loss is your biggest goal right now, how can flexible dieting help you and help you keep the weight off long term? Do you also have any other really great tips when it comes to weight loss? Definitely. So a little bit sidetracked, but I just want to explain the difference between when I knew about flexible Mm -hmm. dieting and when I didn't. Yeah. Um, So I started off as a personal trainer. I was personal training for three years in the gym face to face. Mm -hmm. Then I got pregnant with my son and had my son. So he's now nearly six. And through that pregnancy, like most women would, I was very conscious of, you know, putting on Mm. too much, you know, extra weight, blah, blah, blah. 
I had a healthy pregnancy because I believe that, you know, most, yeah. you know, you are supposed to put on weight mm. and whatnot. But I was so unaware of what flexible dieting was. I didn't understand yeah. it. And I was eating foods like a, I would go to a cafe and get like a Snickers, like a raw Snickers cake slice. Mm. And I was just like, just loving all this apparently healthy food. Uh, but I did put on 25 kilos in that pregnancy, which is, again, it's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I don't want to throw numbers out there. But I put on a, a bit. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, after I had my son, I thought, I want to learn this flexible dieting thing. Like, how are these shredded, you know, females yeah. all over Instagram? Again, questionable, another topic. Yeah. How are they eating <laughs> this how food? It starts, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I had baby weight to lose, and I thought, that's it. I'm going to add to my skill set and mm-hmm. I'm going to study nutrition. So yeah. it was then that I studied nutrition about three years into my personal training mm-hmm. journey. And that, yeah, game changer. I lost that baby weight. It took about sort of 10 months to sort yeah. of lose that weight, but I lost it through just like, trying it myself so mm. learning flexible dieting on my own and actually putting it into practice yeah. and it was after that that I was like wow I lost this baby weight while eating you know things yeah. that I love and I want everyone to know about this now mm. then my next pregnancy so my daughter's now three so there was sort of two and a half perhaps years in between and I only put on for 14 kilos with that pregnancy yep. and I exercised half the amount so yeah, wow. in my first pregnancy I was actually in the gym on my due date like still exercising oh thinking that was what made me healthy wow. I know I didn't have the baby that day, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was still in the gym <laughs> on my due date, like trying to do these, you know, shoulder presses or whatever. Oh um, second pregnancy, I was so much more calm. I was like, Mindful. oh, you know, like a bit of yeah. walking's fine, but I'm not going to, you know, Push. try being an athlete because I know that I can get it back later because I did yeah. it the first time. Mm. And yeah, I put on 10 kilos less, which again, I don't want to be putting out these, you yeah. know, these um, numbers about pregnancy, but yeah. it just shows the difference between mm. thinking that I was healthy and eating all these clean treats and whatnot, yeah. and then actually understanding the portions and that you can have nutrients yeah that's right yeah one more thing funny Mm -hmm. in my first pregnancy toward the end I was convinced I was going to have the baby early because people say fit healthy active people may have them early which I don't think is actually even true yeah (laughs) Um, so 37 ish weeks I'm like it's going to come now so every night I was going to the service station and buying like all ice cream, lollies, Maltesers. I was loading up these like fishbowl sized desserts oh and I was like, quick, before, you know, I have the baby because I thought once I had the baby, I wanted to lose weight. So I was wow. like trying to like get it in and yeah, thinking like yeah. once I have the baby, I can't have this anymore. Oh um, my goodness. That's how I know. And I was a personal trainer like this is just, it's laughable, because, but it shows that you just, yeah. if you're not educated, you don't exactly, understand. You don't. Um, and then, yeah, second pregnancy, having ice cream every day, but portion. I wasn't having yeah. fish bowl sizes. No. And I w- was able to sort of, you know, not Enjoy put it. on as much weight. And then postpartum, um, Happy Way, we're actually at the really big event that I had, yeah. which was a boot camp with 300 people in Adelaide. Wow. Amazing. Like I just dreamed yeah. of that day all the time. Aww. It was so awesome. Yeah. But that boot camp event was only five months postpartum mm-hmm. and I – obviously wanted to feel great for that event yeah. um, with 300 people. But I didn't even try that hard. Like yeah. I just went back to my flexible product dieting principles and, you know, lost the weight. And yeah, I was really shredded yeah, <laughs> for that boot wow. camp. And it was only five months postpartum. So wow. yeah, I amazing. think a lot of people think that if you want to lose weight, and you want to get super fit, that you just need to spend all your time in the gym. Mm. But I feel like what you're saying is that your nutrition, your nutritional daily habits have more of an influence than all the hours you spend at the gym. Is that? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So for weight loss, all body achievements Mm. really, but for weight loss, 
it's 90% diet, like yeah. your body size yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. your body fat percentage and things like that. It's it's what you eat. That's that's your yeah. determining your size. And then exercise is really what I say, the cherry on top. So yeah. exercise for me, I view as an emotional benefit. Mm. So it keeps you feeling empowered. It keeps yeah. you feeling strong and organized and obviously gives you those endorphins. Yeah. It's great to be able to move well as well in general, mm. um, you know, in, and be functional. Yeah. So that's how I see exercise. That's why now I'm training sort of two to three days a week and that's enough for my mental health. Yeah. I'm not doing it to control my weight. Yeah. Nutrition is everything. So Absolutely. Yeah, definitely the most important. Yeah. So really mm. look at, you know, nourishing your body and, and finding a plan that works for you and then complement yeah. that with healthy levels of exercise. Definitely. So I think a lot of people have it the other way around. Definitely. They think that, oh, I'm exercising so I can eat whatever I want or I'm going to the gym five days a week so I can have all of these foods and and then they're like, why aren't I losing any weight? Why isn't it shifting? Why am I stuck in this spot? Absolutely, yeah. So the pregnancy <laughs> example, not ideal, but for me, yeah. um, having there's sort of two times in my life yeah. where I lost significant amounts of weight yeah. postpartum and it's just mm, I cannot believe how different. different the journeys are. Yeah. yeah. So wow. to me, that's just such a great way of example, you know, Absolutely great it. way to explain it. Yeah. Celebrate your individuality with Inglot Australia. Inglot creates cosmetics that are accessible to everyone and you can feel good knowing they are a cruelty-free brand. Play with colours and enjoy the quality of Inglot Cosmetics with 25% off at inglotcosmetics.com.au by using the code HAPPYWAY25. This is valid until the 14th of March, 2023. As a mum, how do you encourage and educate your two beautiful children on fitness and nutrition without restricting them from being a kid? You know, because I feel like, I don't know about you, but when I was younger... There was no limitations on anything. Like, of course, there were things we didn't have in our house, but I feel like the awareness wasn't there. Whereas in the time that we're growing up in now, I feel like it's either a lot of people are very extreme with that. So how do you find that happy medium, you know, and educate them on that and still allow them to be a kid? Yeah, sure. So I don't really spend a lot of time focusing on educating them because I feel like it's maybe a bit of a, you know, the more you push something, the more they don't want to do it. So yes. it's like you said before, if you tell someone they can't have this, that and the other, they're yeah. going to want it more. Mm-hmm. And my children are quite young also, so I don't really think they need to be told a lot, mm-hmm. but I just present them with a lot of different food choices. So mm-hmm. for lunch and dinners, I, I guess mainly dinners when they're home um, after school and things like that, I always have their plate served out where they've got you know, some veggies, some fruit, you know, some dairy, some yeah. meat. It really is almost like your Australian, yeah, you know, yeah, your yeah. Um, food chart. But I yeah. really give them like a variety. It's almost like they go to platter um, for dinner. So, and dinner that's just been my house. habit from day one. I've got yeah. these cute little plates with the sections I and I just those. give them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that way they don't really even realise, but they're eating yeah. a variety of things. Also, just in the last 12 months, I've changed the way that I serve their food mm-hmm. as well with giving them a smaller amount. So okay. I don't load their plates up. I give them yeah. maybe a little bit less than they might. Mm-hmm. eat and then when they finish it I give them so much praise they're like oh yeah. my goodness you're so amazing and my partner as well will you know yeah. really really um, celebrate the kids and yeah. how amazing they are and I'll mm-hmm. tell them oh you're going to be so strong and you can run faster now and I'll just make a huge deal about them finishing it Aww. and then give them seconds if they want to yeah. um, but that's the way that I encourage them to eat a variety yeah. of foods is kind of just making them feel really proud for eating it rather than giving them too much and you know continually telling them off or something like yeah. that so yeah I just offer everything to them and then yeah, yeah. really make them feel 
feel great when they do eat it. Yeah, affirming that good behaviour and those great patterns. And then yep. also, you know, you lead by example as well. So That's I think right. you having the great habits that you have is probably the best lesson for any children. Yep. You know, we we learn from our parents, I guess. That's where it all starts. Yep. So and we do have dessert every night, I might add. So that might be ah. something that all households don't do. But yeah. all of my clients, we yeah. always write meal plans with dessert. Amazing. And my kids as well, we have dessert every night. So it's not the fish bowl of ice cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'll have paddle pops and I'll have, you know, yeah. things like that around yeah. that the kids can have. And, again, okay. it's portion, it's control. But yeah. they know when they eat their dinner, which they get really proud about, mm. you know, like I say, when they eat it, then they can choose a really nice dessert. And that's the way we sort of have that nice end of the night before bed. So it works yeah. really well with our routine. Beautiful. So why is it important to encourage long-term nutrition and fit- fitness interventions rather than crash diets and workout routines that aren't necessarily that practical? Yes. So just the we've all been there where yeah. we've done the six or eight or whatever it yeah. is week. Um, the, the skinny you know, teens, looked at that diet you know, that looks horrible that. and tried it for a couple of days, which I yep. just said, no, put it in the bin. Yeah. From yeah. now on, I want yeah. them binned. Yeah. Um, but definitely if you are going to just to begin something that's not achievable. So you're going to set out to train six days a week. You're going to set out to cut out all Mm. sugary items or whatever that might be. You're just not going to be able to sustain it. If you can't see yourself doing that in six months or in two years from now, then why? Why start it? Yes, you might lose some weight, but it's it's not going to be long term. So Mm. for our clients that want to lose weight, we also make sure when we calculate the intake that we start them on the very highest uh, calculation. So this is sort of a maintenance estimate to begin with. And then we adjust as they progress according Mm. to what they need. But we always start off with the most amount of food possible because why wouldn't you want to eat the most amount that you can and lose weight? It's not about a quick fix. It's about being able to get there Mm. and have a social life and being able to you know, fit things into your diet. So, yeah, yeah none of this low-calorie stuff. No. Most of our clients are probably be able to say 80% right back their first email after their first uh, meal plan and go, this is too much food. I told you I wanted to lose weight. Uh. And I'm like, no, 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 trust us. This yeah. is going to be fine. And they do get a little bit worried. But two weeks in, they're like, I've yeah. lost three kilos. How'd this happen? Wow. So, yeah. Amazing. Love it. So, yeah, I like how you said, if you don't see yourself doing it in six months or a year, don't even start it. That's you know, it. look for something that's actually going to work for you. Everyone's different. Everyone's got a different lifestyle. So find the, you know, perfect match for you. That's it. Yeah. So before we finish today, I would love to know what is one key lesson you have learned on your journey with business, fitness and mum life that you would tell your younger self? Oh, it's going to make me emotional. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> no, um, I had, there is so much to me and so much that people mm. um, don't know right now also, but Definitely. I mean, I've been working in the health and fitness, you know, area now for I think it's probably eight years, nine years. And I've changed so much in that time, not only with age, um, but children, whatnot. And I think that what I'd love to tell my younger personal training self, I started personal training when I was 22, 23, when I sort of got out of that hairdressing. And I was so worried about how I looked. I was, that was my number one focus was I need to in the gym, Mm -hmm. hold my own. I need to be looking like, you know, a body or an athlete or something to be able to get clients and to be successful. I guess I did look at social media as well, but I just felt in myself that in the gym, walking around just in the gym, I needed to be this picture of health to be able to be successful. And now I'm almost the opposite. I mean, I certainly hope that I still, you know, look and feel um, healthy. I'll take this (laughs) card. But I don't focus on it. Like I'm, I focus on being really real. So being able to tell my clients and my followers that, 
yeah, hey, I work out two times a week and yeah. I'm a busy mum and I've been having a trickier time and yeah. I'm focused on self-care or whatever it is. And all of those things put into place have achieved how I am now, which, yes, mm. arguably is still really fit and healthy, yeah. potentially healthier than I was when I started personal training. So mm. I definitely would focus on reminding myself that it's not just a, a vision, it's actually living and breathing a healthy yeah. lifestyle and being, yeah, really honest in everything that you do. Yeah, that's probably my main beautiful yeah, yeah thing I'd like to tell myself. Yeah, <laughs> focus on how you feel rather than how you look. Absolutely, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And if you focus on that, you like the outcome is you know mm. weight loss and health anyway because yeah. putting those things into practice all add up to being um, healthy. Yeah. Amazing. So for anyone listening who doesn't already follow you, but I'm sure a lot of them do because you're part of the Happy Way fam, (laughs) where can they find you and, and what do you have coming up? So the best place to find me um, is my Instagram because I actually personally, um, I don't know about other people, but I personally manage my Instagram page. So I'm the only one that has the logins Mm -hmm. and I always forget my password. No, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but um, it's me on my Instagram page. So if you ever want to direct message me or see what I'm up to that day or you know, what's going on, that's where you can find me. So it's Amazing. Grace Power Fit with an underscore in between as your space. Um, and then once you find that page, it's quite easy to also then find my secondary page, my Heart by Power Fit page. So that's run by my staff. So um, my lovely gal, Susan, who's been around for quite a few yeah. years now, and she runs that page and that's going to give you lots of educational content, lots of updates on what's actually happening with hype as well. So yeah, Instagram's a place to start. From there, you'll find my website and yeah, be part of it from there. But I definitely would direct it to Instagram. And if you watch this podcast, please let me know. I want to DM. I want to know, um, you know, how you, if you found out some new things, I think you say, Melissa, we've known each other for quite a long time, but you were like, oh, I didn't know you're a hairdresser. I had no idea. That mm. was, I was like, oh, well, can you do my hair or something? Uh, no. (laughs) Amazing. Um, And on the Happy Way thing, I think, I think I've been, I tried to work out last night. I've been Mm. part of the Happy Way team for like since 2016 yeah or wow something. yeah you've been so around for a long been around time for? seven uh, years they started in yeah seven years yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. i think i've been partying yeah. for six years wow uh, no. so you're so an og i am yeah. I, I was looking and i found like all these moments with happy way and i was like wow, oh it's been ages. nice i yeah, love so. that yeah we've mm. got such a good group of incredible women and i'm so proud of happy well. way though like i'm yeah. just so proud they're just even my partner he mm. was like oh so are they like you know worldwide or where are they based? I'm like, yeah. Adelaide. Yeah. And he's like, oh, are they national? I'm like, they're international. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're you know? great. And he has the protein every single day and loves okay. it, but just didn't really know the, the yeah. origin of it all. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just so proud to be able to support a brand that is Adelaide based yeah. and owned and yeah. yeah. I'm all about it. Amazing. Good. (laughs) It's so good. Thank you for everything today. You've given us some really great tips, especially when it comes to starting a new lifestyle. You know, if weight loss is your goal, you know, for anyone listening, I think you've really given some great points to take, you know, whether that's starting a meal plan or starting a new exercise regime, you know, and really thinking about it, looking at it. And like you said, if you're not going to do it, for a long period of time. Don't even bother. Find something that works for you. And I think that's a bit of a trick. You know, people see those quick fixes and they see those, you know, fast, lose weight now. And of course, everyone goes to that, but then it's so much harder. And then you feel like you're in that, this cycle constantly of back and forth, weight gain, weight loss, weight gain, weight yeah, loss. And it's so, yeah, it's just crazy. So I feel like, you know, for anyone who is wanting to lose weight, this podcast is you know, a really great place to start because it's given some great tips on how you can do that sustainably 
for a really long time. So, Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for sharing all of that with no us. No worries. Thank you. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye. (laughs) Yay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See ya. Cheers. Cheers.